Welcome to the Office 365 update for March of 2017. First, an announcement that we're streamlining our communications channels to make it easier for you to let us know what you're thinking. Send your feedback or success stories to Office 365 update series at Microsoft.com and I or someone from my team will be happy to respond. Now, on to the updates. Some people like to try the latest diet trend. Call me crazy, but I like to try the latest workplace productivity improvement fad. Let's just say that ever since I got my first paper-based time planner, making the best use of my time has been an aspirational goal. Whatever tool, framework, or methodology I tried required me to change in a way that I just couldn't work into my normal routine. After a while, I just revert back to my old ways. Maybe you've had a similar experience. What I like about my analytics is that it works for me in the background. I set some goals for how much time I want to spend in activities like meetings or email, and my analytics tells me how I'm doing. Among other things, it can advise me if I'm working after hours too much and multitasking during meetings. I first mentioned my analytics back in May 2016 when it was called Delve Analytics, which isn't to be confused with Delve. Delve helps you discover information that's likely to be most interesting to you right now, and it is included in pretty much every Office 365 plan, whereas My Analytics requires the Office 365 E5 plan. To add to what some might see as a bit of confusion around naming, My Analytics, at least right now, is actually accessed via Delve. A great place to learn more is to watch the Microsoft Mechanics episode embedded in the Office blog post we link to in the additional resources. We publish this update series internally for our Microsoft employees and to YouTube to reach Microsoft customers and partners. The additional resources are posted internally and also publicly on docs.com. Plus, posting the video on Microsoft's Channel 9 gives us the podcast functionality we added in January. That's a lot of different places producing a lot of different metrics. Power BI helps me gather the data from these disparate sources and create a powerful story about the value of the program in a visual way that my leadership can understand. The thing about Power BI is if you blink, you'll miss a slew of great new features constantly being introduced. It sometimes seems like one month a uh, new feature is on my wish list, and then the next month it's delivered to my desktop. As examples, the Power BI team recently removed the 100-row limit for tables in the Power BI mobile app. They added a slew of new formatting features to charts and tables in the February release of the Power BI desktop. And a new admin role was created for those tasked with administering Power BI for the organization, giving them control over tenant-wide use of Power BI features. It's free to get started with Power BI, and the Office 365 E5 plan unlocks its full potential. Be sure to check the links provided and subscribe to the Power BI blog post so you don't miss a beat. On February 2nd, the Office team announced it was bringing new add-ins to Outlook on iOS and soon to Outlook on Android. Add-ins can help you get more done on the go and save you valuable time spent switching between apps. The add-ins now available in Outlook on iOS include Nimble, a social CRM application that provides business intelligence about your email contacts and their organizations. Trello, a collaboration tool that enables you to organize and prioritize your projects. 
SmartSheet, a collaboration solution to help you manage and automate work. And to add a little fun, Giphy, the world's largest GIF search engine. Not to be outdone, Microsoft also created add-ins for solutions including a Dynamics 365 add-in for Outlook that delivers real-time insights about your business contacts and their organization, and Microsoft Translator, which enables you to quickly and easily translate and read messages in your chosen language. Here is a scenario where some of these new add-ins might come into play. Imagine you're at the airport and receive an email from a new customer contact from Italy. You can translate the email from Italian to your preferred language, unless Italian is your preferred language, review and update the customer's CRM history, and update your notes or project board, all without leaving Outlook. For additional details and instructions on how to install and use these add-ins, check out the Office blog. I don't have time to give you all the details in the January 31st recap for Office 365 admins, but here's a quick summary. First. Setup settings for admins have been consolidated into three pages. A products page that allows admins to quickly understand how many licenses are available and which software products are included in each of their subscriptions. A domains page that lets admins quickly update or modify their domain settings and access domain-related tasks. And a data migration page that provides admins with automation tools and step-by-step -step guidance to help migrate data from on-premises or other cloud services to Office 365. Second is a report update showing a breakdown of Yammer usage that delivers insights into the device types commonly used by people in the organization. Third, a new OneDrive for Business Admin Center allows IT admins to better manage sync and sharing capabilities. And finally, the Office team has added a new filter to the Active Users page so admins can easily view and manage guest users. Microsoft built Office 365 Advanced Threat Protection, or ATP, to provide world-class email security with minimal impact on productivity. Two new capabilities are URL detonation and dynamic delivery. URL detonation, now generally available, helps prevent users from being compromised by files linked to malicious URLs. This new capability is in addition to the URL reputation checks that advanced threat protection already does. With URL detonation, when a user receives an email, advanced threat protection scans any included URLs for malicious behavior. If the user clicks a possibly malicious URL during the scan, a message is displayed informing the user a scan is underway. A user clicking on a malicious URL after the scan is complete receives a message informing them of the situation. With dynamic delivery, now in preview, recipients can read and respond to the email while attachments within the email are scanned. If a user clicks on the placeholder attachment in the email, they'll see a message showing the progress of the scan. If the attachment is harmless, it seamlessly reattaches to the email so the user can access it. But if it is malicious, Office 365 Advanced Threat Protection will filter out the attachment to help keep your organization safe and secure. Additional details and instructions on how to enable both URL detonation and dynamic delivery in Office 365 Advanced Threat Protection are in the January 25th Office blog post. Back in September, I discussed a new service in preview at the time called SecureScore. It's a security analytics tool that applies a score to Office 365 customers' current Office 365 
security configuration and provide suggestions on actions you can take to improve your security position. On February 10th, Microsoft announced additional new capabilities in Office 365 that help you manage risk and stay ahead of threats. The first, currently in private preview, is Office 365 Threat Intelligence. It uses the Microsoft Intelligence Security Graph to analyze billions of data points from global data centers, Office clients, email, user authentications, and other incidents that impact the Office 365 ecosystem, as well as signals from our Windows and Azure ecosystems to provide actionable insights to global attack trends. Office 365 Threat Intelligence also provides information about malware families inside and outside your organization. It integrates seamlessly with other Office 365 security features like Exchange Online Protection and Advanced Threat Protection, so you'll be able to see analysis, including the top targeted users, malware frequency, and security recommendations related to your business. The second new capability currently in preview is Office 365 Advanced Data Governance. It applies machine learning to help your organization identify and retain high-value data while eliminating redundant, obsolete, and trivial data that could cause risk if compromised. The machine learning in Office 365 Advanced Data Governance classifies data based on factors such as type of data, its age, and the users who have interacted with it. Before signing off, in addition to being publicly available on YouTube and in the iTunes podcast library, based on your feedback, we're now on the Overcast and Pocketcast apps. We're still working on Stitcher and Google Play Music, and I'm hoping they're working by the time this video airs. If you're using a different podcast player, please let me know at Office 365 Update Series at Microsoft.com, and we'll work to get that set up if there's enough demand. That's it for now. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you again next month.